Hi, welcome to Third Space. I'm Kevin Weir, and this is Jeremy Verkley, and we're here to tell you jokes about content and themes in TV, movies, and video games. Did you want me to add anything to no, that? No, I got it all. It's fine. Okay. You go back and lie down a little more. All right, let's go. Let me tell you, Kevin. Let, let, tell me, Jeremy. Let me tell you, I had a morning. Yeah? Yeah. I had a morning that made me question my place in life. <laughs> what would you do this morning? I woke up, 7 o'clock. I was like, oh, much like many other mornings, I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> much, like, much like many other mornings, yes. Yeah. yes. Went to the bathroom, sat down, peed a little bit. Okay, all right. And then all of a sudden, I heard a shift, Kevin. What was the shifting from? The shift was from my intestines, Kevin. Oh, no. Yes. Oh, no. (laughs) Something moved within you? Something moved within me. But here's the weird part, Kevin. Okay. It moved, and then it stopped. (laughs) Wait, what do you mean? It It stopped, Kevin. What what stopped? Whatever was in my intestines... (laughs) You make an educated guess. It just stopped? It stopped in the middle of my intestines. <laughs> I'm almost going to worry about the fact that you felt it. I did, and I heard it. Oh, God. So, so like a, it was not comfortable. Like a wet crack. It was not. No, and you know what it sounded like, Kevin? Do you want to know? I mean. <laughs> Do you want this life-changing information? I think, I think, our, I think our audience would be. <laughs> I think, hang on. I think our audience would uh, would hate us if we didn't get all the information out. Great, as good as good uh, investigative journalists. <laughs> okay, you know what it sounded like, Kevin? What did it sound it like? It sounded Kevin? like you had a gasoline jerry can, yeah, full of spoiled spoiled chunky milk. All right. And then you tried pouring it out, but you poured it too far, so it was gasping for air every single time some of the gross milk moved. <laughs> That's what it sounded like, Kevin. Okay, I'm out. I'm yeah. out. Yeah. Do you want me to keep End going? The, stop the podcast. <laughs> stop, stop the podcast. Anyways. The, stop the, the world. The part that changed my life, Kevin, yeah. is I was sitting there dealing with my intestinal problem. Yeah. I was sitting there, and my entire body just started sweating. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? I don't understand. It like your body's failing you. Yeah. It was like a f- my body started fear sweating? I don't know. <laughs> not, it's not like profusely, but I was getting clammy, Kevin. Getting clammy. Uh, and now the world is different to you. Now the world is different to me because I know you lost a simple all- <laughs> act from sitting on a toilet can cause your body to fear sweat. You lost all your senses, and then they came back with additional ones. <laughs> exactly. I now have an intestinal sense. <laughs> Some might, people might call it a gut feeling. <laughs> but fortunately, you can use that. But it is terrifying whenever you <laughs> it's do. It's horrible. Horrible. Yeah. <laughs> How was your morning, Kevin? I slept. Great. I I slept forever. It, it's good. It was good. I did not uh, have... 
a life a life changing bowel movement, I guess. No, <laughs> no, I didn't. Welcome everybody to the third space. I hope you weren't eating anything <laughs> or drinking anything. Do you want to like do a topic or something? Yeah. Okay. Now that we've gotten past my life changing event, we can do a topic. Yeah, we can do a topic. All right, Jeremy. What's our topic for this week? Our topic for this week is. It's an eclectic what? one. It is. And it's uh, pulling from a lot of different sources because there's not a real specific one I think we want to pull from. Uh, and that is a question, Kevin. Yes. What if there was another world beneath our world? And what we're pulling from here is not like the underground. There's not mole people. <laughs> there is a world beneath our world. It's still the world. Yeah. No. Think like a dimensional change. Yeah. So think Persona with the metaverse or uh, Link, Link, Link to the Past Link with the, the Dark past. World. Or Twilight Princess. With the Twilight World. With the Twilight World. I guess or... the, dark, the Dark World does appear in other ones? Maybe. No, no, I, no, There's I, a lot of like dual world things that I happen. I think it's just Link to the Past that has it because Orcarina Time, you go to the future, which yeah. is a bad future. It's a bad future, man. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, you know, yeah, there's other ones that yeah. have it. There's, uh, there's the Matrix. Yeah. Would, would count as well. Yeah. There's that. There's the Limbo in the DMC. Yeah. Yeah. Game. Devil May Cry, for those that don't know what the DMC means. Well, and, well, I mean, there's Devil May Cry. Then there's DMC. Yeah. Which is, which is like, it's punk rock. Which want, they want to walk this way. Do you, it, it, was, <laughs> it was really. <laughs> Sometimes they run. Sometimes they run. Uh, <laughs> it, it was a very weird choice for them to make because Devil May Cry, Cry was always kind of like a weird over-the-top, um, like, thrown-out puns and goofs all over the place. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then they're like, let's do, let's do a gritty reboot. And they're like, what, 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 what do you mean, grittier what? than what already was? Excuse me? So now it's like this, now he's like, you know, the short-haired punk rocker. And I think it's they like, only did one game like that. Only did one. They only, yeah. did, they only did DMC. Yeah. Uh, and it's weird, because it's like they took a knob that was already at 11, and just, and just like cranked snapped it. it off. Yeah. They <laughs> snapped it off, and they put a wrench on it to get it further. Yeah. And we're like, it's not built to do that. They're like, no, puns. Everything's a pun. He's gonna have short hair. Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna be naked. Everybody loves naked white boys. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> uh, Settle down, Namco? This, yeah. I don't know. I can, I, can, uh, I don't know who made Devil May this. Cry. Also, of course, has has deep roots in any comic book. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I, I, th- um, I think there's like twelve in the Marvel universe. Yeah. So, but there's only one. So the question is, if there was one for the real world, what would it be, and how would it work, Kevin? Okay. All right. So we have our world. Our world is very much based on matter yep. now now is the idea of this second world it has to it's on the opposite of our world no it's alongside our world it is it's a world beneath our world what would you say is the defining feature of reality <laughs> um that things are real kevin uh n- well i think thought i think probably actually it's best to to focus in on physical senses Okay. So, like, you see in a certain way. Okay. You smell. You t- you taste. You touch. So all right? so all of our senses are what just like smooshed around a little bit. I don't know. I think I think that's the first part of this podcast has to be us being like, what would this other world focus on? Not maybe in lieu, but I think that the majority of people's physical experience, which makes up 
all your experience except for when you're dreaming mm-hmm. or like i guess if you're having like hallucinations from drugs yeah um is from our physical senses okay so maybe maybe everything just see, just like feels weird Maybe everything's just a little bit softer. No, I don't. I don't think you don't I, think you don't. You don't think like, like it's just a world you go into when you touch things. You're like, this feels soft. I'm in the other world. Uh, <laughs> I'm in the other world. Everything's a little bit more gooey. Yeah. No, not gooey. Soft. Oh. Um, <laughs> it's like a it's like a world of mattresses. Maybe that's why we're so like so uh, infatuated with soft things. Is because <laughs> the other world is just full of soft things, and we're like. Like ah, oh, that is our that is the perfect world. The world of just <laughs> things that are just a little bit the world soft. where nothing is rigid um, <laughs> and just soft, <laughs> a little bit more pliable. I think the important thing for us when we're discussing this other world is that when you when I talk about the physical senses deriving our experience, it's also what we derive meaning from, right? Yeah. And, and don't get me wrong, the emotions you feel have physical effects on your body. Yeah, it's part of your sense of touch. Um, so I guess the question we should ask ourselves is, what do people derive experience and meaning from in these other worlds? Okay, and we want it to be close. We want it to be close. So the most recent example I have is, of course, Persona 5. All right. Um, where the other world is basically a physicalization of your cognitions. Okay. So, if you are, like, if you feel like women are sexual objects, as one character in the game does, yeah. then, obviously, in that uh, dream world of yours, in the metaverse, uh, in that other world, the women are actually all objects. So, it's, well, the concept with that is that the idea is that the world is different for, e- for each person. Well, the, the other one is the link to is the link to the past version where the world is the same for each pre- people, and rather yeah. than them affecting the world, the world affects them. Yes. So, does the uh, world do we affect the other world, I or think, is the other world affecting us? I think we affect the other world because the thing is, that I think I think one of the most common things with the real world is the real world affects us a lot. Like That's we true. we yeah. get we get experiences from the real world. Okay, so you're thinking this is like. The fade from Dragon Age. Yeah, yeah, is yeah. a constantly shifting. Yeah, like weird, malleable. That's reacting to the consciousnesses that are in it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I think if we're, if we're talking about like like what would be stand most against the re- reality is the reality is a world that affects that like you know does things to us. Yeah. The other one is a world that we put things into that world. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's cool. I think that's a good place to start. It's good place. So it's a world that we affect, which... <laughs> okay, yeah, it's a world that we affect. Yeah. So my question is this. If yeah. the world... If we're affecting this world... Yeah. Is it a subconscious effect or a conscious effect? I think it's, it's subconscious. Okay. You, you can't consciously be like, I want this to happen. Real world doesn't work that way. And neither <laughs> does the other one. <laughs> There's no world that works that way except for your dreams, which is separate. But and only, also... but only if you're a lucid dreamer. <laughs> That's true. Or else you're, <laughs> you're going to find that you can't run or something. Yep. Else you'll have some, tr- some true, true nightmares. That is, that is by far the worst feeling in dreams when you're just like, why are my legs working? No, why can't I, I run? I will tell you what the worst feeling in dreams is. Is it when Kevin? you can feel... <laughs> Your bowel shift. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, the worst feeling in dreams is when you are a lucid dreamer and you have a true nightmare. 
because I am a lucid dreamer, Kevin. And uh, let me tell you, having a true nightmare is horrible. <laughs> I guess, yeah, I guess it's the... Yeah, it's the... I can't control anything! Well, you're like, oh, I'm having a nightmare. Let me change this dream. And then you're having another dream, and the old nightmare invades that dream. <laughs> it just follows you. Hey, we're coming in! And then you wake up, and you'll be like, oh, shit, like, that was horrible. And you go have a glass of water, maybe take a tinkle or something. And then you go back to bed, you go back to sleep, and it comes back. Uh, yeah, that's uh, it's not a great feeling. No, I can't. I, I imagine it, it would not be. Mm-hmm. I don't really dream all that much, <laughs> which is kind of sad. You should have, have some dreams, Kevin. I kind of wish I did. Follow your dreams. I don't. I at least I don't remember them. I usually just wake up and I'm like, all right, that was asleep. <laughs> now I'm awake. Ah, yes. <laughs> well, now that we're uh, we're done talking about dreams for a little bit, yeah. So so we got a world. That is affected by us, but subconsciously. Yes. So, are you thinking the effect is wholesale or more subtle? Because I'm assuming the base of this world is the real world. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's... It, well, it's, it's Millennia in the past. It's the idea of the mirror. It's yeah. The, it's... it's, the, it's the, the mirror doesn't completely invert everything, because yeah. you still see the things there. Yeah. Like, reality still exists in it. In in a sense, in its own sense. Yeah. So I think we are just adjusting it. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So let me. Well, I guess we have to decide how do people access this other world. It's only the best had like a magic mirror. I think. Yeah, we want to go with the mirrors route. Well, we don't. We don't have to. Like, like what? What would? I mean, so the uh, what do you call it? Uh, the the. Upside down from Stranger Things. Yes. It's just like, sometimes there's a portal there. Hey, look at that tree. Maybe it's a portal now. It won't be later, but it could be now. That's true. You're just finding portals all over the place. Hmm. I guess. <laughs> also, flower face I monster. I guess before we decide how people access it, we have to decide if it is random or deliberate that people access it. Because <laughs> <laughs> if, if we do with the upside down, that's random. I I'm I'm feeling random. I'm okay, feeling, I'm feeling like why? So there's a random phenomenon. The world is so random. Why would this one thing That's be true. deliberate? That's true. Well, I was thinking maybe scientists make a well, device no, no, no. for I, it. I think scientists like can that, start right? to kind of figure out like how hurricanes work. Okay, like when they're like, "There's going to be a hurricane," so they're, they can like, try and predict it. Yeah, they're like, uh, "The patterns dictate that there will be a portal here." I'm looking at the ethereal readings here, and I'm guessing there's going to be a portal in Marta Loop. You have the you have uh, the meteorologist come on, come along uh, come online come along. And be no, like, it comes online. Like, also, this world has robots. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> and he's like, there is a chance of rain today. Tomorrow, you might might, inspe- might expect some snow. And on Wednesday, portals, portals everywhere. <laughs> well, portals to another dimension. I will say that probably that's not the meteorologist's job. <laughs> hey, hey, but hey, I think there's there's bandit. I mean, there's meteorologist, and then there's like I don't know the etherologist or something. I, I feel I feel like I like why why couldn't the portals be a weather condition? Okay, so, oh, sure. If we're making it specifically weather, so we're tying. The access to this other world through a weather phenomenon. I feel like that is a, a good way of doing it because we're not we're not necessarily just straight up adding in magic. Why can't it be a weather phenomenon? Why can't it? Yeah. Why can't it? So so, it so is, here's my next question. Yes. To this random accessing of this other world. Yeah. 
what type of weather is that makes it? Is it something broad, like all precipitation has a chance of portals? Or, <laughs> or is it a new type of weather? weather? Thematic, I mean, thematically, rain. Um, I think it is a new type of I think it's... Here's the thing. I think it also has a lot to do with, like, tropical weather. Like, the combining of hot and cold okay. could, like, create, essentially... So... Could open up a hole in reality. <laughs> well, it, it was, so, instead of making a hurricane yeah. or a water spout or tornado, yeah. it instead rips through the fabric of the universe. I mean, it could do both. <laughs> like, if, if you have a really extreme one that mixes with, like, all the other things that makes See, a hurricane... My thought was electromagnetic disturbances, like oh, the yeah. northern lights. Northern lights, yeah. Or, or, or big uh, thunderstorms. Heavy thunderstorms. I think, yeah, I think the electromagnetic makes a little more... I think I was thinking cold snaps. Like, the sudden, um, like, flash freezing of places, like breaks reality or something <laughs> they're all cool i mean it certainly breaks everyone's bodies <laughs> exactly uh, i like the idea of of like a ma- like electromagnetics being part of the thing okay. scientists can't figure out exactly why right the Bermuda triangle is actually just a portal to this other world because it's unstable <laughs> electromagnetically there's just a lot of boats in there yeah boats and planes boats and planes don't want to go there but you can come back every so often well yeah but you still, you still don't want to be walking around the uh, on the other side. We'll call it the other side, sure. Yeah. Uh, you don't want to be walking around the, on the other the side, and then all of a sudden a plane comes in and crashes into <laughs> you. Ah, <laughs> oh, must be in the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> How terrible. Okay, so that means that if it's tied to weather, and specifically yeah. to electromagnetic magnetic phenomenon, that there are hot spots in the world that are more likely to get portals. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, we talked about the Northern Lights, when those are going on. Oh, there's portals everywhere. You gotta, you gotta watch the stand because someone will do a portal. Yep. Just under, just under, <laughs> you you fall through the ice yep. and you just pop up somewhere else. Pop out somewhere else. Ah, dang. On the other side. Now I'm on the other side. Yeah. You're like, okay, sweet. Time for me to sit down and enjoy my dinner. You sit down, portal opens up underneath your chair. Whoop. <laughs> Yeah, that's why you have your meteorologist, who is just now a very important job. Very, very important very, job. Very, very important job. You know, yeah. figuring out where, where these portals open up and being like, hey, if you're in the southeast of the city, be careful. Portals are so are opening up. Yeah. But what I think is funny is it creates these situations where it's like, hey, Kevin, are we good to record at our usual time? And I don't get a response. And I don't know if you're dead or you're just on the other side. Because <laughs> cell phone signals don't go through. No. Maybe if you're standing right by a portal, you can like send a text through. No, you put your hand in. And... Beep. I like. Well, there's how... no there's no satellites there's no, on the there other side. There are no satellites on the other side. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they wait. Will they launch some satellites on the other side? Maybe the thing is, does it work in the same way? Right, we're subconsciously affecting the other side. Well, presumably, what when I when we're in it, what anyways. I imagine that if we're subconsciously like, oh wait, those here's out, another we question. Just, we should be able to just like think to someone. Maybe. Yeah. I, okay, well, here's my question. Sorry. Here's my question. I think it affects the answer of your question. Okay. What, we are affecting this world subconsciously. Yes. Do we affect it subconsciously while we're in the real world or only when we're in that world? See, that, w- that would absolutely demand that the world um, is, the re- is like – these are extraordinarily connected. Like, yeah. If, like, whatever happens in our world affects that world. Yeah. Which, like if if you are on the other side, for instance, yeah, and you walk into somebody's home or an area 
that belongs to somebody, I yeah. suppose. And that person is in a unhealthy relationship, let's say. Yeah. The Does the world, if they haven't been to the other side, still reflect that? So now you're asking if it's the Silent Hill type thing. Yeah. Because in Silent Hill... Well, wh- um, how far does the effect go? Are we constantly always affecting it? Well, or, or do we only affect it when we're there? Yeah. Well, in Silent Hill, like, massive emo- like It's very unclear in them how much of the world switch is going on. I mean, on. that's part of the horror. Yeah. Like, in the movie, they make it very clear there's two different worlds. Yeah. Um, in the earlier games, it's not as clear. The ones that said you came out after the movie, they're like, nah. Two different worlds. <laughs> They're like, no, nah, that was a good idea. <laughs> it was a pretty cool one. Yeah. A bell rings and everything gets rusted and weird. And foggy. And foggy. Just so foggy. So, so foggy. Weather. <laughs> 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 the bell is just a meteorologist being like, guys, weather's the, coming. The fog's coming in. The weather's coming. <laughs> There's a movie coming out called Geostorm. Is it? Which effectively is about how terrifying weather is when we fuck with it. Yeah. Yeah, where like, they launch, like a satellite like launches like things into the oh, sky. Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw the trailer. It's yeah. Like, there's a satellite like drops something, it changes the weather. <laughs> and then all of a sudden there's tornadoes everywhere. Well, I think what happens in the, in the trailer is somebody hacks the satellite and it's like, fuck humanity, and just no. drops everything. <laughs> but why would you have the ability to do all that stuff? Because the apocalypse, Kevin. <laughs> We're going to build a satellite. Now, here's the thing. We're going to put it in an apocalypse button. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, we would just think that if we ever feel like we want to kill the world, we got a button for it. Sometimes, you know, you feel like the human race is irredeemable. Now we have a button for that. (laughs) You'll press a button, wipe out the world. You know, we got a few survivors. They'll repopulate like Adam and Eve, except with birth defects. (laughs) Get out and start making it. (laughs) America. You see, we need this apocalypse button to protect ourselves from other apocalypse buttons. <laughs> what if someone else has an apocalypse button and they press it? we got to press ours first. If anyone's going to destroy I the world. I want my right to bear my apocalypse button. <laughs> so I can kill everything. Yep. All right. <laughs> <laughs> if it sounds stupid, it's because it is. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, I think Yes. So we're constantly affecting the world. Mostly because I, I, I think that with the, the amount of concern we put on, you know, protecting our own environment. Can you imagine if there was a second environment? Yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing. You can't actively protect it because it's all subconscious. Yeah, I know. Well, no, but then you're trying to affect people subconsciously. People do that anyways. <laughs> exactly. But now. are like, I'm just going to plant this seed and I'll see you in a month. <laughs> <laughs> then they slowly back out of your home. <laughs> What, 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 why did you try to do? You'll learn in a month. You'll see. I'll see you in a month. You come back and their, their other side is just a tattered wreck of paranoia. I did it. I don't know why, but I did it. Well, I think it's exceptionally hard uh, to do that to anybody who is a social creature. Yeah. I mean, if you're the only person they see, yeah. I mean, that's what gaslighting is. Yeah. But what I imagine is, I imagine that if there's like a big war zone, um, then you go there on the other side. That place is probably pretty fucked. Yeah. France is not doing great. 
I mean, it recovers over time. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you I know, mean, it's ever those places that people are just like, we're never going here anymore. Yeah, but I mean, like, France has a lot of fronts yeah. and war zones yep. that, like, you know, now they're kind of like fields and stuff, but there's still well, it's, again, it's the about scars there. how people are conscious of it, right? Yeah, just make them forget about it. Here's the other, wor- here's other, the other world question I have, nice. Kevin. Yes. If we're affecting the world subconsciously, but we have to assume that when everything began, it was just the same as our world. Yes, yeah. It was two, it was two sides of the same coin, except for those two sides look different. So it was two sides of a misprinted coin? Yeah, sure. All right. I mean, coins have two sides. One's heads, one's tails. Yeah, I know. They but, look different. No, I know, but you want them to look the same at the beginning. Yeah, okay, yeah. Then one side, it's, it's like that coin that Harvey Dent has. And then one side gets scuffed up because metaphors. Yeah. Yeah. Because metaphors. Because metaphors. Yeah. How did it just burn one side of the coin? Metaphors. Metaphors. (laughs) Symbolism. Symbolism. Um, My question is this. In parts of the world where there are no people, is it affected? Um... No, it wouldn't be. Okay. Because there wouldn't be any human thought. So there's not like a leeching thing. No, like I, the the specific, I guess, example I'm giving is Chernobyl. Yeah, nobody's living there. No, but it's something... ra- it's radioactive, right? Yeah, so nobody's in the area. But there are lots of people who deal with that, right? Hmm. Well, so I I don't think it's if you go to the other side on Chernobyl. Yeah, it's not radioactive because there wasn't a nuke there. Yeah, or I guess a nuclear explosion. But is it? Weird and crazy because of people's. I mean, it, feelings mi- it about might it. be the most lush part of the other world. It might be, yeah, yeah. just because, like, yeah, an, a terrible accident happened there, but the radiation doesn't leak through dimensions. No, I imagine. Well, why would it? Why would it? Unless there's an open portal. <laughs> if a portal opens in Chernobyl, yeah, then you're gonna get some radiation leaking through. Yeah, but well, only the radiation that passes through the portal. Yeah, and it would diffuse a lot faster. Yeah, it's presumably. Yeah. I don't know. That's how the other world works. So you have the potentiality that Chernobyl is just this beautiful place on the other side. Yeah. I mean, there's also, like, I'm assuming I have not been in a nuclear explosion, but I'm assuming there's some electromagnetic phenomena going on in it. It's true. It, oh, no, yeah, because the EMPs, doesn't it? It knocks out power. Yeah. 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 So... so so maybe some portals are open up whenever a nuke goes off. It's also just portal, portal, portal. Yeah, maybe Which, people are like, "I oh, oh god, a nuke just dropped," and then all of a sudden portals open up. They're like, "Everyone into portals!" Yeah, can you imagine um uh in Kingdom of the Crystal Skull instead of him getting into that at a refrigerator, a portal opens up and he's just like, <laughs> "See, the problem with doing that though is that you don't know when you're going to get back. No, and you got to leave that area, and you don't know what's happening in the in the real world." Because we have to assume that people are not settling on the other side. Um, ye- well, the thing is, if we're always, like, it's people want stability where they live. Yeah, I mean, like, you're probably not selling there just because, like, it's not. <laughs> yeah. Like, if, if you're there, chances are you're trying to get back because you don't want to be like, oh, sweet, I found a cave for shelter. And then 10 years down the line, without any warning, Someone decides that they're going to build a tunnel through that and uses the cave as their starting point and blows the fuck out of it. Well, guess what? It's not going to be blown the fuck out of, 
But everything is going to change because of the construction workers that are there. It's true. You'll be sitting in that cave being like, I like this. This is where I'm living. And all of a sudden the cave cave is getting deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. Yeah. Or like it depends how people are thinking about their jobs and what they're doing. Like what if there's a person with a sign that says stop or slow and they've been standing there for seven hours, Kevin? How do you think that's going to affect their subconscious life? (laughs) It's either going to be one, everything gets gray and boring or two, things get crazy because they're daydreaming. (laughs) Oh, look, it's a pink elephant running along. Then he explodes. No. Oh, God, it burns. It burns. It burns. Why is it burning me? Why does does the pink elephant pieces burn? Because what I was going to say is that there's also the thing that um, if you when you build a city, like a city's going to appear in the other world. Yeah, yeah, like like when yeah, you, because people's cognitions will ma- well subconscious will match it. Yeah, yeah, they'll they'll send you crazy because that's what they expect. Yeah, it. Here's the thing: it's subconscious, so a city will be there, but it will be not the same. It's yeah. not going to be a carbon copy. Like, for instance. If I was going to say what my perception of a city is, especially a city like Calgary, where unfortunately most of the buildings are gray, um, I view downtown in in several lights, right? It's, quite frankly, a clusterfuck of people. (laughs) Uh, It's not very pretty to be in. It has a nice skyline, though. Um, So how do my conceptions of that and how do other people's all interact, right? Well, I, I think if it's a place with a lot of people in there, then they have to be find the common ground between them. Or like, because if one person's like, I hate this place, and a hundred people are like, I love this place, and that one person's thing probably won't mess with it too much. Well, I mean, probably what you get there is that it seems like a really great place, but if you enter this person's abode, <laughs> where yeah. they were like, I think it's a proximity thing, right? Like, if you enter that person's apartment yeah. in the, on the other side, it's probably a horrible place. <laughs> uh, this place looks shitty. I don't know why I always say here. The person who does this is probably a jerk. Shut the door, and now you hate that person as well. Yeah, I guess you get out of the other side and look up their address so you can hate mail them. <laughs> but... You just have someone who just roams around the other world finding, like, places that people are sad People in. do stupider things, Kevin. I guess. I guess. I mean, people dox people on the internet for not agreeing with them. Oh, boy. And with the, with the other world? Yeah. Dox oh. their other side? Dox their other side. <laughs> God. All right, go, let's go to commercial. Okay, let's go to let's commercial. Let's go to commercial. This week's episode of The Third Space is brought to you by... Tiny new humans. Yeah, like bef- before they're children. And they don't know how to do nothing. Yeah, they just sort of like lou- like lay around. They get those like turtle faces. They they always kind of look like they're surprised by what they are. Like someone just told them what they are and they're like, what? Yeah. That's what I am? And, uh, like when they first start out, all they can do is like eat and sleep. Yeah. The, uh, uh, babies. Babies. It's babies. 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 The- Brought to you by babies. Brought to you by babies. Because this second world is based on our, like, thoughts. It's based on our subconscious things. Yeah. Then cities and the just geography in general will take on the, like, the conceit we have about them. Yeah. So, like... Like places like New York that they call like a concrete jungle or something. Yeah, it's, it's going, a concrete it's jungle. It's a concrete jungle. It's going to be like buildings are not going to be where they yeah. are in the real Chicago, world. Chicago, the Windy City, wind everywhere. Oh boy, yeah. You think it's windy now? 
Cal- Calgary, everyone talks about it with its sprawl. It's like geography doesn't have to make sense. Calgary no. could go on forever. Yep. And you and like you cannot not get to another place unless if you're like maybe I'm going to try to you know walk somewhere. And I think you could use this other world to I guess try to like move from place to place. The problem is, of course, that you're not in control of when portals open. Yeah. But I think that if you're trapped in the other world, you could be like, well. I guess I'll walk to New York. It's not that far, and it's not that far. Yeah, like like if you if enough people believe it's not that far to New York, yeah, well, then you could do it. I think there's certain cities that everyone's like, like you know, oh, it's so easy to get there. Like if you imagine the city is like easy to get to, it's easy to get. Oh to. man, know what I just realized? What this probably means that there are mythological cities on the other side. Oh yeah, and they'll be in multiple areas. Yeah, there's a ton of city of Atlantises. Yeah, <laughs> just just everywhere, everywhere in the ocean, everywhere in the ocean. Nobody knows where it is. It's because it's everywhere. There's, there's, there's Eldorado. Atlantis is more of a lifestyle, man. Oh, uh, there's a bunch of surfer dudes hanging out in Atlantis. Yeah, yo, we're hanging out with the mermen and the mermaids and the yeah. mer everything. It's great. Catching some sweet underwater waves, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Except those science people messed it up, and now mermaids keep asking me to... <laughs> Finish the joke. <laughs> you did this, Jeremy. You finished the joke. I can't do it. <laughs> My brain literally was like, gear stop. Don't do that. Fert. Fertilize their eggs. There you go. You started it. Yeah. How about you just jerk off on this pile of eggs for me? Also, hope your semen's heavy. <laughs> if not, it's floating up. Floating away. What do you mean it moves on its own? <laughs> Welcome to Atlantis. <laughs> the world of floating cum. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we have an explicit tag. <laughs> talking about you just have a bunch of el dorados down in south america <laughs> oh man but if there was lots of gold here ooh, yeah another question other world farming yeah could you bring stuff from the other world i mean why not once again the once again, the problem is is that you don't know how the pros are open for so you could be like all right That's we're true. gonna go into the other world and we're gonna find el dorado although once people figure out it's an electromagnetic phenomenon yeah people we, could study it yeah they'll be able to predict it yeah but then again, like, we can't control weather yet. Yeah, no, yeah, we can't create hurricanes. No. So we can't create portals. I, mean, I think we could create, like, maybe, like, a UV something where it's like, the scientists create a mini portal, but you can't get anything through that portal. I think people would care a lot more about climate change, too, because studies have shown that the electromagnetic fields around the Earth are shifting. So portals will be just, like, changing where they start? Yeah. Well, I mean, areas would be getting... More portals, right? Yeah. More or less portals. Yeah. Which could be a good or a bad thing. We're not quite sure. Like, like you don't want to stumble upon a portal. I just thought of something super cool, Kevin. All right. So, the myth of Santa Claus, specifically because he lives on the North Pole, yeah. now says that Santa Claus lives on the other side. In the North Pole, but In on the, the North other side. Pole. Because the North Pole would probably have portals all the fucking time. There'll be a lot more wonder in the world. Because you, you can't prove these things are wrong. Exactly. And is, <laughs> is Santa Claus just some guy who's living on the other side? Or is it a collection of all our subconscious thoughts? And, th- and that's how he's able to get the presents in. Yeah. Uh, because he uses oh, portals. Another question. Yeah. 
if enough people have a subconscious idea about some sort of entity, does that entity come to life on the other side? So now we're really talking about the Demigorgon. <laughs> Is there a boogeyman? Uh, Bloody Mary, she there? I, she gonna invite you over for a cocktail? The real... <laughs> The rules of improv sa- says yes and. <laughs> so, yes. Okay. And. So, the other side just became. Terrifying. Yeah, the other side just became a not great place. No, it, well, it's a dangerous place. Well, I think for a second we have to step back from our yes and and note. Yeah. That it is a dangerous place, but just like the real world, the percentage of you running into that danger varies. Yeah. Right? If you live. In a small town in Canada, yep, you're probably not too worried about running into the Boogeyman or Bloody Mary or the Slenderman. Yeah, well, because w- once again, the portal still has to happen. Yeah, the, well, the portal still has to happen, and two, you have to run into that thing. Yeah, and well, like, like, I think it becomes more and more likely the more people you have in one place. Well, well, the, but the collision has to be has to be the collision between a portal has to open up on your side. Yeah. Uh, the that creature on the other side has to find that portal. Yeah, has to want to go through that portal. Uh, here's the thing: I don't think they can leave the other side. You don't think so? Well, their their substance is made of the subconscious thoughts of people, right? So they can't move. Well, they can move around in the other side, but I don't think they could come through to the real world because what's sustaining them then? Right. the The rules of the two worlds are different. Okay. So we can go into the world because we are still function. We are still form and function. You you are still aware of yourself and your subconscious. So you could. So does that mean can inanimate things come from the other world into our world? I guess not. I guess that would mean that they 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 cannot. That means that they cannot. That yeah. would, that means that like those things cannot be transferred because if they're not, but if they're not, if they're not, if they're not, they're not based on form, then you could take things from the real world and hide them. On the other side. Yes, you could. Right? They would not change. No, but but they'll be... But they will be there. Yeah. It's safe. Presumably? Maybe. Who knows? I mean, I feel like a bank would probably do that. <laughs> they would have to really For keep... some safety deposit boxes. Now, the thing is that we cannot guarantee when you can get... It's not a, you cannot immediately get those back. No, it's not. It's, no. it's you put in a request and they're like, next time a portal, man... <laughs> Yeah, you'll get one. We're That's hoping we'll why get a storm. You, you only put things that are necessary in that safety deposit box. <laughs> things you don't need all the time, but yeah. you want to keep safe. Yeah, like some family heirlooms. Yeah. That yeah. would work. Yeah, you don't need them all the time, but yeah. Horrible artifacts from the past, like in Indiana Jones. <laughs> <laughs> so the end of Indiana Jones just has them walk, like pushing a car, uh, crate through a portal. Well, I mean, we, we talked briefly about the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah. Right. You probably there are some places in the world where you probably have fairly regular portals. Jimmy, I have a qu- I have a question because we've been talking about this for so long, but I think it's time we 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 mention it. What do you, you think the portal looks like? I was thinking sort of like a pale green, purpley, like almost like a mirror. Yeah. But obviously, not shaped like a mirror. Yeah. And wavering in the air, kind of like when there's so much heat that it's distorting your vision. Yeah. Yeah, but like tinged a little like purpley green. Yeah, you know, I can see that. Yeah, yeah like yeah. like a northern light. A like, little a, bit. like a northern light. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know why. I was thinking of an oval 
yeah. that was purple and spiraling, and you can't see through to the other side. <laughs> kind of like the Rick and Morty portals, yeah, yeah, yeah. except for purple. You're thinking cartoon portals. Yeah. And I'm like, that's probably not... Probably not how they look. That's probably not how they look. I think, <laughs> I think mine might be a little more realistic. But I'm just... <laughs> realistic. Yeah. Um, but I would just... In my head, I'm just like, yeah. They're kind of just like gas swirling in an oval. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that makes no sense. That makes zero sense. I mean, we're talking about nothing that makes any sense, but that makes the least sense. Yeah. No, they're, they're, they're definitely like holes in reality to, yeah. do, to another world. Yeah. <laughs> like how you were thinking of something realistic and possible, <laughs> and I was just like, no, it's a cartoon. <laughs> and when you step through, you're like, Vroom, here I am. Here I am. There's Foghorn Langhorn. Well, I say, I say here, welcome to the South. Well, here's the thing. I don't think those exist because people are aware they're not real. Yes. The reason I think monsters exist is because there's What about the... children? Children are people too, Kevin. Yeah. I know we've argued about this before. Yes, but, <laughs> yes, but, um, but, but Jeremy, I don't, think, I don't think there's enough of them in that area to create those things that they sort of form function. Okay. I think you might be able to, like, if you walk into a child's room as they're watching thing, you might see a flickering, like, foghorn leghorn. Yeah. Um, I think if you go to Disney World, it gets a little bit sketchy. Yeah. I don't think you want to go to People other... are there to indulge their fantasy. I don't think you want to go to other world Disney World. No. Because you'll, you'll, you'll find these, like, fluctuating, semi-translucent, like, like Mickey Mouses being like... <laughs> Also, they're shaped not like Mickey Mouse, but like a mascot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're shaped like, but they're flesh mm-hmm. and bone. They're horrible flesh. Yeah. Do not go to uh, do not go to the other world's Disneyland. No. It is a horror show. Yeah. And it's bad. All right. What else do we need to figure out about this? We know how to get there. Yeah. We know, we know how to get there. Stuff that it, we know some of the stuff it works with. It's, yeah. It's based on weather. It's is based it, on weather. It is a weather world. <laughs> the weather world uh it's uh it, it is it is adapt it is formed out of our subconscious thoughts yep. even when we're in the real world yep yeah i you know what actually i think it's only formed out of thoughts in the real world i don't think if you're in that world you can change it oh well because then then like how can your thoughts well i mean it's subconscious right? yeah it's subconscious how can so you... it's how you feel about something which means oh my god yeah you're talking about terror spirals and like because yeah. if you have a panic attack in yeah. the other world, everything just keeps on getting worse well, and worse and worse. But the things that I don't, th- but I don't think it can work like that. I think I think it's because it's w- when it's transferring over. It's so I don't think if you're in that world. So what you're what you're it. saying is like the other side gets its fuel for existence from our side. Yeah. So if you're on that side, you can't you can't you can't supply yeah, the energy. You, yeah, you can't just pour gasoline onto an engine. Yeah. It's got to go through something. Yeah. Okay. I got you. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. So you. So you can. So it only changes from this, the, like, well, the more we over. talk about this, the more I'm like, you would not want to be trapped on that side. No. 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 I, I'm trying to think of reasons why you'd want to go on the other side at all. Uh, escape nuclear explosion. Escape nuclear explosions. Yeah. Yeah. I guess if you just really, really wanted to get out of here, you're like. There, there's definitely people like that into the wild guy who's like, I'm just going to get in a truck and drive. Yeah. I want to get away from this corporate world. Well, I mean, survivalists. Yeah. Action archaeologists. Yep. Yeah. You'd, have, you'd have Bear grills. Yeah. <laughs> bear grills in the other world. I mean, the, the other thing is that it would be really, like, I joke with the action archaeologists, but it would be really useful for archaeology. Would it? Yeah, because let's, okay, let's say 
you're an archaeologist and you yep. know that buried under the sands of Egypt, there are old settlements, yeah. old towns, right? Yeah. You could go into the other side and go to those sites and learn about what was there. Now, it would be distorted. Yeah, yeah. But that is, it's, it's like archaeologists deal with distortion all the time. In the real world, they're dealing with distortion from erosion. And in the other – oh, well, they're, they're dealing with distortion from the thoughts of others. Yeah, right? But if it's in an isolated place, yeah. it's not going to have as much bleed off. And then occasionally you're battling like the Baba Yaga. Yeah. Or, you know, some mummies. Yeah, I mean, there's mummies. There's mummies. There's mummies, and they're just wandering around trying to get you. Trying to get you. Because is there a horror movie that isn't The Mummy where <laughs> it's explicit what The Mummy wants? Um, I mean, I, when I, you think of, like, the kernel of the seed for the idea for The Mummy Monster. I always thought The Mummy was a defender. Like, yeah. Like, the idea was that like you go into its tomb, you yeah. take something, The Mummy's like, give it's, it back. Yeah, it's like, don't take my shit. Yeah. And then they don't leave. Uh, yeah. Like, it, like it's, it's, then, it's the cur- then they're like, you took my shit. Yeah. It's the curse of the mummy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. 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 So if you don't take anything, you're fine. <laughs> Mummy's like, hey, don't take anything. And Eric Hill is just like, just trying to figure out how these people lived. Yo, chill down, Rammies. I can't take anything with me anyways. Rammies. I'm from the other side. Ramses. Ramses. No, Rammies. <laughs> chill down, Rammies. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just taking a look around. I mean, although, like, there's great horror movie material. Yeah. And I'm, Kevin, it is October. Did we just start Spooktober? <laughs> this this was our stealth pilot for Spooktober. <laughs> it's back. <laughs> if this was a horror movie, you would hear a loud sound for the jump scare. Because you weren't expecting it. Well, first is a cat. Yeah, first then is a cat. Ju- then it's the uh, monster. Jump, yeah, that's jump scare. Yeah. There's a cat monster. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I want a movie where the ki- where the cat is the killer. Yeah. So what happens is that there's the movie where like you know the tension goes up, then the cat then a cat jumps out and goes brown. You're like, oh thank god. And then it kills. Wait him. a second, no, the cat's the killer. Ah. Ah. Here's a horror movie in this made up world that we're making. Yeah. Uh, there's a person who lives with a cat, and there's a reliable ish portal in their basement. Mm-hmm. But they believe the cat is Bast, ancient Egyptian goddess. <laughs> So they lure people into their home, wait for the portal to open, push them into the portal, and then their cat, who is Bast, kills them. Really, almost anybody who has a form of delusion, yeah, like anywhere around them, it's very noticeable on the other side. Yeah, and you, <laughs> you stay the fuck away. You from stay that. the fuck away. Yeah, you're like that's some gnarly distortion there. Yeah, it's not. It, it's like you walk into the house and there's just like roller coasters coming out of it. Yeah, and- I mean, and the thing is, it would shift quickly sometimes because I don't uh, view myself as a really mentally unstable person. Yeah. But I've definitely had times like in university when I realized I knew nothing after four years. Yeah. Um, which was not technically true, but that's uh, definitely going to affect your subconscious when you have a panic attack like that. For some reason, I I never fully cons- – uh, I always uh, thought that because of the way that we work and the way that, you know, reality works for us, mm-hmm. that nothing in the other world changes as we look at it. That is the sort of thing where you look away and you look back and it's, like, different. No, <laughs> no I think it would morph you before it, your you eyes. You think it morph before your eyes? I think it would – well, I think – here's the thing. 
when we talk about vision and fidelity, like our eyes, high fidelity. See, well, John Cusack. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what we see is not actually the real world. It's our brain's interpretation of the real world. Yes. Right. So you would see something morph, but it would be your brain's interpretation of that thing morphing. Okay. Right. It's like how we cannot. We, you and I can look at the same thing, the exact same thing, and you can be like, that's a dark blue. And I'll be like, looks pretty light to me, Kevin. <laughs> right? It's because our perceptions are slightly different. Yeah. Or it's, the, or it's the concept that how are we sure that we're even looking at the same color? Exactly. Yeah. Like, you can't tell. So I think... How, is your, how do you know that your green is the same as my green? We, we don't. Exactly. We just assume. Your green could be blue. <laughs> I mean, your blue. My green is my green. Yeah. Exactly. Your green is my blue? Yes. Your blue is my red. Color theorists, we need your help. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Yeah, because it it would be your brain's interpretation of that. But that being said, you are... No, because you're still you. Yeah. You're still you. I am still me. Yeah. We don't have a link to the past Dark World situation. I'm becoming like a bunny or something. Do you think that... People who had a certain amount of celebrity would have copies of themselves on the other side. Oof. Do you think there is an other side Kanye? <laughs> I think there's a million other sides Kanye just hang out. In no, I house. think there's just one. Just one really big one? Yeah. <laughs> but remember, this is everyone's subconscious perception, right? So he's giant. Well, or just really arrogant. Like... You, people become the those people with celebrities. Their other side is the caricature of them. It has to be right. I want to say yes to this, but but I'm but I don't think so. But just because of um, here's, here's again, the thing. Again, I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm not saying that on the other side there is a, a, a entity that wanders around saying, "Hi, I'm Kanye West, and I'm the best rapper there ever was." Yeah, I'm saying. On the other side, there is an entity that calls itself the Kanye <laughs> and walks around being the, everyone's collective perception of Kanye West. The reason that I, I don't know about that is because it's the, – the reason that I think it works with some of the monsters is because we are essentially – it feels like we're creating them, which is a different thought – then the idea of I see that person every single day. I know they're real. I know what I, I I still have an impression of them. Yeah, but I don't think that would create another world. For well, this them. is why I think it would only be with people with celebrity, right? Yeah, like you and I, we know we exist. We interact every day. But yeah. the thing with celebrity and anybody sort of in uh, the a visual medium, yeah. I will say, and even I guess any media, yeah. Um. People see the performance persona of that person much more than anything else about that person. Right? Yeah. So does that performance persona materialize in the other world? Because it's not the person. Yeah. People are complex. Yeah. And they have loves and cares and hates and it changes on a day-to-day basis. So if you, so if you head down to L.A. or New York, that's usually where a lot of them are focused. Yeah. Um, you can just find the Kanye yeah. walking around or with his slit sunglasses with no lenses. Yeah. It's all a, he wears. And Flava Flav. Yeah, I'm just Flava Flav. Yeah. Just, you know, going about. It would be after something someone has to think about a lot. See what I was thinking is that if if there's a celebrity that had 
died and people were, were like i think they're still alive like tupac or elvis, elvis. yeah like yo yeah they're, they're hanging around <laughs> in the other world yeah somewhere somewhere they're hiding <laughs> they're still hiding of still course still hiding <laughs> just elvis just like in a forest just like huh, huh. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, then he's sort of just like knee shakes away so i can describe that dance <laughs> can, we, can we start a new podcast that is just you trying to describe dances well it's the knee shake and then there's the foot slide knee shake foot slide yeah sometimes yeah. it's electric sometimes sometimes the foot slide is electric yeah but sometimes it's just sort of like you toe pushing and foot sliding <laughs> that's what michael jackson is known for special guest kevin weir on dance with the stars <laughs> I liked it when you did that hip wiggle butt check. <laughs> I always wanted to be like the like the judge on a show where you need specific knowledge, and I just have to make it up. Yeah, there's because there's a cooking show called um, uh, Cooks versus Cons. Yeah, it's supposed to be like one's one's a professional cook, one's or there's multiple professional cooks or an amateur cook, and which one is which, and the judges have to figure out. Is that I want one where the contestants are all professional cooks, and one of the judges yeah. is just a liar. Here, here's the cooking show I want to see, Kevin, because I've also thought about this. I want a cooking show where everyone's like, okay, it's Master Chef Canada, and here are our contestants, right, and here are our judges. And the con- there are 16 contestants and 16 judges. <laughs> and the contestants do like a round of cooking and one of them gets kicked out. And then the judges do a round of cooking and the contestants are like, no, man, you're gone. <laughs> so the judges also have That's, to be Yeah, the, it's like the contestants are leaving, but also the judges are being kicked off. <laughs> Until there's one judge and, <laughs> and one, one contestant. But at that point, they're both. No, 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 you would always have at least two judges because the contestants get eliminated first. But at that point, there's always, like the contestants are also just judges. Yes, but I think I think the judges don't get like a prize. <laughs> like they're, they're paid to be on the show because yeah. they're an expert. So they get a paycheck. They get a paycheck for being on the show like they would normally. So if they right? get kicked but off. But it, it adds this extra layer, one, of like pettiness. <laughs> Which is all all what reality television is. And two, of strategy. Because you can be like, I don't like the way that judge judges. So it's not even based on how the judges cook. <laughs> it's just... The well, case. the thing is, it, I think cooking has to come into it. Yeah. Right? But Or maybe it's a non-cooking related challenge. That's even better. That's like even my- better. You make the judges run a goddamn Ninja Warrior X obstacle course. <laughs> <laughs> and so you, got, you judge their performances. So you got so you got Bobby Flay trying to take on the warped wall. Yeah. <laughs> and the one who You got just... Elton Brown. <laughs> He's just standing there. He's the host probably. <laughs> uh. Oh wait, no no. Jeremy, here's what it is. So you have sixteen contestants. Yeah. You have sixteen judges, and then you have sixteen hosts. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. There's still only one host. No, no, there's sixteen hosts. Okay, okay, pitch me pitch me this multiple hosts. And then what happens yeah. <laughs> is that the contestants cook. Yeah, and then the, the the judges have to judge them. Yeah, and the one who does it like who doesn't pick the best meal, they get kicked off. Mm-hmm. Then there's the judges, and what happens is the hosts have to pick which one of the judges they think do the worst job judging. Oh, and then the hosts kick that one judge off. Oh shit! <laughs> and then the hosts have to run an obstacle course. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> sure, because sure. And the last one in that gets kicked off. Okay, yeah, yeah. I like it. So the, I like this three-tiered reality show. So at the end of the show, there, there are two contestants. Call me CBS, two NBC. Judges, two hosts. 
And the winning host gets a show on the Food Network. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> so what we're talking about is a combination of American Ninja Warrior. No, 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 no. Food Network no, star. No, no. The, okay. The remaining judge gets to be called expert of all experts. Yeah. Right? The remaining host gets to co-host a Food Network uh, channel with the winning contestant. (laughs) Perfect. This is the best idea ever. (laughs) And, of course, one of those judges is me. And fake. (laughs) And fake. And if I win, everyone loses. Yeah. Oh, it's perfect. It's like Old Maid. Nothing to do with our topic. Nothing. Nothing. To <laughs> but do in with the other world, it exists. Yeah. Brought it back. I guess as long as enough people are thinking about it. Long. <laughs> this show exists in the here's, other here's world. Here's the thing, though. I don't think you could film stuff in the other world and bring it back. Um, it's all electromagnetic, right? Yeah. It would, I, it would wipe digital stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think you can get any. Footage. You don't want to. You don't want to go in there with your phone. That's not under warranty. I think you could do film. I, think, I guess I, old I think, old style film. Yeah, I think it'll be dis- I think it'll probably be distorted. Yeah, but I think you could probably do it with film. But yeah. nothing you can't do any digital recording. You can't do like, you, you. You could even do like maybe digital, maybe um analog like, audio recording. Could, no, like, no, I don't think so. Old tapes. No, because it's still you need you need the input right. Mm-hmm. And and as, as soon as you're talking about input, especially for sound, it's some sort of electronic. It could just equipment. be that everything is. Black, like they're like. I these. guess you could create a machine that took the sound and carved it into something like vinyl. Yeah, yeah, you could do something like that. Yeah. Well, what I was thinking is that, like, well, if the ideas of the world only exist because of our subconscious, trying to record it with something that does not have a subconscious, yeah, means that nothing happens. That's true. Like you could you could put in a tape recorder there, turn You're right, it on, right? Because you might be perceiving it in that world, but that doesn't mean it's. Yeah. Happening in the same so way the, as our so world. So the tape, you, know, you go in there, you pop a tape recorder, you turn it on, you record for four hours, just four hours of dark. Four hours of nothing. Four hours of nothing. Just wasted a whole lot of vinyl. Yeah. <laughs> However, you could be in the studio audience for our hot new show, Contestants versus Judges versus, versus hosts, hosts, and one of the judges is a fake man. <laughs> <laughs> I like how one of the judges is a fake man does not... Say that one of the judges is a fake judge. Says one of the judges is a fake man. He's a robot who also has no... Or it's a woman dressed up as a man. It could also be that. Yeah. (laughs) Who knows nothing about judging. Who knows nothing about judging. This is a hot new show on the Food Network. I think if you're going to do that, you need to to have one person in the hosts who is not a host and one person in the cooking contestants who is not a cooking contestant. And if any of them makes it to the end... Yeah, everyone loses. They get $10,000. Only $10,000? They get $100,000. There we go. And everyone else loses. Yeah. (laughs) Unless if the three fakes get to the end, in which case they all get a million dollars? Yeah, if all three make it back. (laughs) I love this. So all the fakes... Food Network, call me. So do all the fakes know who the other fakes are? No. No. (laughs) No. Everyone's guessing all so, the time. So the fake is trying to figure out who the other fakes are yeah. so they can bring them with them to the end. Exactly. There's, like, the, here's the thing. Because the I think of two fakes at the end, they each get $500,000. Yeah, yeah. And every, for them, it, the stakes rise every single time <laughs> one of them makes it. This is great because all the fakes are playing an entirely, <laughs> entirely different game. Entirely different game. Entirely <laughs> different. And the audience who's watching is just like, what? The only well, audience knows right away who yeah, the fakes they are. They know who the fakes are. They know who the real people are. <laughs> know everything <laughs> this is the best reality show ever 
This is the crystallization of all that reality shows ever wanted to just be. mushed together. Just crashed together. <laughs> it's lit- literally the best show. <laughs> Who would not watch that show? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no, wait. We got to add one more thing for this to be ever, <laughs> every reality show ever. What? Okay. Everyone sends in an audition tape for their preferred role, yeah. and the public chooses who gets in. But the problem is that one of them's fake. Well, no, the producers choose the fake people. Okay. Right? Like, they don't have to release the polls. Yeah. They can just have fake videos up and everything. And maybe a fake person gets voted in. <laughs> Here's the best part about this voted in thing. You can have a bunch of people being like, uh, I would like to be on the show because I saw it last season and I thought the fake did a really bad job and I would be a great fake. The best fake. <laughs> would that Would that work? I guess it doesn't work with the fakes. Well, no, I mean, so so I guess maybe maybe this is a one season thing because do the, are people know there's a fake around? No, no. Are, are they told that there's a fake? Around? Like, what are these people is fake? That might that might make a more like maybe they know that someone else is fake. Here's the thing: I don't think it matters for the judges. Yeah, right. I think it matters for the hosts. I think the hosts know that there is a fake host. <laughs> the hosts know one of the other hosts. Like the judges are just going to send the worst cook away. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah right. Sure. So it doesn't matter if they know that there's a yeah. fake in the contestants. Yeah, I don't think the contestants need to know that there's a fake. Does the host you know there's a fake judge? No, no, <laughs> no. The, the host needs to know that there's a fake host. <laughs> For when they, <laughs> because their thing is a uh, obstacle course, the fake host is just like super buff. <laughs> well, maybe or maybe. <laughs> Like the thing, the thing is that for a lot of hosts, they have to have a certain public image, right? Yeah. So a lot of hosts are pretty fit. <laughs> so when they do their Ninja Warrior course, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe it's the tubby guy they brought in. Maybe, maybe they're maybe they're like at the halfway part of the season. Um, there's like one thing where they can try to guess who the fake host is, and if they do, that host is gone. Yeah. And the rest of the hosts are safe. The rest of the hosts safe. Safe. Oh no! Yeah, if all remaining hosts can figure out who the fake host is, so it was is. like werewolf. Yeah. <laughs> so the idea is that, that so so they, so they do the so they do the run, and the person who loses the run gets sent home. But there's a saving choice, yeah. Which is the which is the idea that if the um, it's either, there's one two things. Either if the host who's being um kicked out can guess who the fake host is, they get to stay, or everyone unanimously. No, it's got to be unanimous. Okay, so they can save the person who's being kicked out, which is why it's. It's, it's so important for the hosts to be likable. A very important quality of a host. So, and all these people live together in one house. Yeah. Except no, three houses. Because it's the host yeah. in one house. The judges, the judges. And the contestant. No, you can, like, it, it only matters if the hosts live together. <laughs> the best part about this, too, is that there's... This hits every target audience. Some people are just going to be like, I just want to see the cooking competition. Some people are being like, yeah, judge those fucking judges. <laughs> Right? And then the last contingent of people is like, that host house is a beautiful mess. <laughs> this show is two hours long every episode. Or, or Kevin, yeah. it's, a, it's a regular half hour TV time slot, <laughs> but it's three episodes per week following each of the three different camps. <laughs> it, it, Showtime, call me. <laughs> Boy, if you like that episode... <laughs> You should give us a rating. Wait, review. wait. Before oh, we wait, go, we, we need to come up with a show title you for this. You don't like contestants versus hosts versus <laughs> versus judges, judges, and one of them is fake. <laughs> How 
would call it cluster fuck. <laughs> no, no, it can't have fuck in it. Cluster truck. No, the, they're the, also on trucks. No, that's no. <laughs> All right, Jeremy, then you come up with a name that doesn't have a curse word in it. Um, or is stupidly long. Let's go with Master Challenge. <laughs> Just off the top of my head. We, yeah, Master Challenge, Master Everything. <laughs> master of All. <laughs> and one of them is fake. <laughs> no. <laughs> You don't put one of them as fake as in because a bunch of audience is going to tune in yeah. and it's going to go to confession and the person will be like, I've only ever made craft Dinner. And they'll be like, what? <laughs> so that's a twist that no one knows about. Yeah, until they start watching. Okay, Master Challenge. Yeah. That, that, that'll do. We'll, we'll, we'll workshop it around. We'll yeah. see if we can find a If you have a better title for our fake reality cooking show let us slash know. obstacle course. Let us know on Twitter. Uh, you got us together. Slash Big Brother. Slash Big Brother. It's, it's slash everything. It's slash everything. Uh, but let us know on, uh, on Twitter. You guys, both of us, that's at Third Space Cast. You can follow and uh, receive notifications usually the day after an episode goes up. Yeah. Uh, you can reach us individually. I'm at Mighty Fuse. I'm at Strawman K. Weir. I was saying it earlier, but I just want to reaffirm it now. Give us a rating or review and tell your friends. The, the reviews really help people find us. Yeah. I, I want us to get to the point where we have enough reviews that we can actually get a rating. Yeah. If we, it would be nice... Just a, a nice present for us if our podcast actually had a rating on it. Yeah, because currently it, sa- it says not, not enough, enough reviews. reviews for a rating. Yeah. I want to get a rating. I'm pretty sure the only review is my father's review. It's a nice review, though. It is. Yeah, yeah. He really enjoyed that episode. <laughs> I like how he didn't review our podcast as a whole. He was just like, no, nah, this episode. Hey, if you like one episode, write a review on that one episode. Right away. Because you know what? It means we'll try and do more episodes like it. Yeah, and 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 if you do, we'll uh, we'll shout your name out. Your, if you just your want screen us, name though. If you just want us to LARP our reality show, Master <laughs> Challenge, <laughs> where we play all the characters, where we play all the different characters, maybe with some special guests. <laughs> then you got to write us a review. Yeah, maybe we'll set up a Patreon, and that'll be one of the goals. <laughs> <laughs> We will make a fake reality show called Master Challenge. No, it'll be a real reality show. No, it'll be fake, but people won't know unless they're part of the Patreon. Oh my god, it's just there's so many layers to it. Yeah. (laughs) Also, it's so then it also is is the Joe Schmo Mm -hmm. one where there's Mm -hmm. one person who's not a. Yep. God, no. It's too much. (laughs) Let's add some more layers. Uh, you can check out our website at uh, thirdspacepodcast.com. You can also send us an email. That'll be thirdspacepodcast at gmail.com. Tell us your thoughts about things. Yeah, tell us your thoughts. <laughs> you have some feelings about what we just said? Do you want me to never talk about my bowels again? <laughs> Give us feels. Give us them them feelings. And the theme song of the Third Space is Balrog Boogie by Diablo Swing Orchestra. Join us next week on The Third Space when we spend the entire episode without going on a tangent. We'll be completely focused. All the time. All Just completely right down. Razor there. sharp. Yeah. I'm trying to get some new razors. <laughs> Until out- then, you're a cool person who lives in a cool place. <laughs>